What up, everybody? It's your boy, Nasty Backpack. Happy New Year's to all. It is New Year's Day. We are here sipping on a little bit of crown, apple crown with a little bit of ginger ale. Feeling a little bit nice. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody had a safe and great New Year's. If you got your chick, make sure you gave her a, the biggest hug and kiss and told you love her. If you're single, make sure you were out there acting a fool, drinking till you passed out on some fucking, some chicken heads <clears throat> sofa bed. If you, uh, if you're married, make sure you know. You got kids and shit, make sure you walk in the new year with your kids and everything. If not, and you just wanted to get turned up, make sure y'all got turned the fuck up. I did all of the above. We were turned like a motherfucker. I'm still fucking feeling hungover from that shit, but gotta, gotta drink a little, gotta get a little bit of hair from the dog of the bitchy sometimes, and uh, that's what we're doing here. Happy New Year's, everybody. I hope everybody had a great day. Great night. Uh, let's get to the shits. There's a lot of fights this weekend. A lot of good fights too. Uh, UFC put on a great show with uh, their uh, the most recent UFC that was Saturday. Night. I'm not even sure what UFC we're at now. So many fucking UFCs. But um, John Jones gets the victory over Alexander Kostovson. Um That was an okay fight. Um, I mean, we kind of predicted that John Jones was going to tear that one up. But uh, the big fight for me in that in that in those cards was the Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunez. Amanda Nunez goes and fucking puts the beating on Chris Cyborg um, in their match. Um, she looked good. She looked like the beast that she is. She looks like she got manpower, like... Like, the way that she dropped Chris Cyborg, like, that shit was crazy. It was, it was like the way she dropped Ronda. Um, very intense, very great fight. I think that was the fight of the night. Um, and I would love to see them get a rematch and headline their own UFC. Because <clears throat> if, uh, if Ronda Rousey was able to headline a UFC... Amanda Nunez should be able to headline. She she's the beast. She's the lioness, um, and she she can control. I think she's I think she's the next big thing in UFC. I think she's gonna be that next big thing. I think I thought she was it <clears throat> when she knocked out Ronda, but you know she still had to climb her way up and scratch keep scratching at the door. And I think beating Chris Cyborg. She uh, shows us she's the best female in the UFC. And uh, for that, I think she needs to start headlining her own UFC. I think it will bring big numbers if the promotion's right. Um, but they got to get that promotion right. They got to get, get you know the same energy that they put in Conor. Same energy that they put in other great fighters like John Jones. Uh, Anderson Silva, they need to put that. And Ronda Rousey, they need to put that same energy into Amanda Nunez now. I think it's her time, and I think it's time for her to shine. Uh, she's still a young, very young young woman, um, but she's, she's so deadly in that ring that, I mean, she's dropping chicks. She's knocking them out how, how guys get knocked out in the UFC. So, um, shots out to her. She tore it up. That was that was the fight of the weekend for me, uh, but but it was an amazing fight. She, she did her thing. She... <clears throat> 
I actually won a little bit of money off her because I thought she was she was just going to tear it up the way she did. So, shout out to Amanda Nunez. Another big fight was uh, held over there in Japan, I believe, with Floyd Mayweather and Tenshin Nasukiya or some crazy shit like that. Uh, Floyd Mayweather still doing it at a fucking... On a big level. I mean, he, he made $9 million on this fight. And this was a fight I didn't even know was happening. Like, I didn't even hear anything about it. And, you know, he put it on. He put a great show on uh, for the Japanese fans. And I think this is a new thing for him. I think he's going to, um, you know, Floyd Mayweather is an amazing businessman. Like, despite of everything else, the one thing that Floyd always gets right is his business when it comes to his fighting. And, um, you know, for this one to be... A low end, not really promoted fight. He he made a lot of money. I mean, I just heard little things that he was gonna fight, you know, here and but I didn't I didn't know when I didn't know any of that. And um, after the fight, you know, you start seeing all the headlines and whatnot. And you know, Floyd held his own in that ring, man. Knocked this young kid, twenty year old kid, out in the first round three times. Like, just made him look silly. And it, and it kind of showed me, like, man, this guy. This guy needs to be. This guy needs to go after the big, big money if he wants to. Still, and he can go after, you know, a Triple G. Still, he can go after a Canelo. Still, and bring in that big money. I'm not saying he's gonna win against those guys. I'm just saying if he wants another crazy payday, like that's where the money's gonna be at. <coughs> the only thing is, is working with Oscar De La Hoya and figuring that shit out for Canelo. You know. You know, that's always a, a, a fight in its own. So, we'll just have to wait and see. But Floyd Mayweather still shows that he fucking is a beast. He looked amazing in that ring. Like I said, he, he knocked the kid out in the first round. And this is one of Japan's top prospects. You know, this is one of their top fighters. So, for him to go in there and just handle business uh, the way he did, it, it, it shows, like, this guy still very much got it. And, um... You know, just added another another victory to his his repertoire, and um, you know shows why he's like he's the best out. You know, um, I would like to see him go out there another big payday. I think he got one more in him, if not two. Um, it's just it's just gonna be up to him where he wants to make that money or not. But he can definitely go out there with Canelo again and uh, get that big beef eating motherfucker and. See what, see if that that ever pans out, you know. But he, he definitely could if he wanted to. Um, <clears throat> back to the academic and Takashi six nine baby mama Sarah beef that's been brewing over these last couple weeks. Um, I mean they just going back and forth, back and forth. You know, Sarah will go talk her shit on Instagram live, and then academics will do his thing on his live stream. And they kind of just go back and forth. This is one of the f- craziest, funniest beefs uh, to close out the the 2018 year. Like academics, who was great friends with with Six Nine, is now beefing with his baby mama. The baby mama looks so motherfucking bitter. Like she over here looking a mess in the motherfucking Uber ride. Straight pissed the fuck off that she's not in that G-Wagon whipping across town showing off her shit. Instead, she in the backseat of an Uber with the driver name, Hustafa. 
Like he she's looking she's looking a hot mess, ranting and raving, how six nine ain't fucking do shit for her, how six nine broke her jaw, how you know, academics is a fake fat fuck, fucking bozo motherfucker who just used six nine. And she just looks fucking bitter as fuck. Like, like, you got your following, you got your followers, you got your platform. Use that for you and, and start building your shit and start getting your content together and and, and evolving in, in your own lane. You don't got to go attacking other motherfuckers who've already paid their dues and already did what they had to do. I mean, she's still bitter about shit. Academics broke it down. If you saw my, my last podcast or heard my last podcast about this when this started started up, you know, I explained stuff about rules of engage, engagement when you're in the uh, the gang world and you're sitting here, you know. <clears throat> and the same thing I was saying in there, academics reassured that stuff through his live stream, you know. Like I said, when you're when you're dealing with a dude who who's involved in gang, you're just as involved in those gangs as he is because um, even though you're not a front runner, you're not banging, you're gonna catch, you're gonna get the the back end of of the shit when shit hits the fans, and you know you're gonna be looked at as under indictment. You're gonna be looked at as a target. You're gonna be looked at. Your family's gonna be looked at as a target because. If they can't get to the target, the main target, what's what's the next best thing? It's gonna be always be the family. So, um, Sarah, you gotta stop. You gotta stop being so bitter, ma. Like you're sitting here crying around, talking, talking your shit, and you just don't. You, you know, you could be better than that. You could be better than that. I mean, nobody. You know, in, in reality, it's like. Everybody, everybody's gonna get an L in this in this category because, I mean, six nine is yeah he's created content. I mean, not six nine academics is created content, but but I, I want to see some better content. I mean, I want to see content um, on on Takashi's case and, and and more details on that rather than seeing uh, this small crazy bitter beef between between you and 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 Takashi's baby mama like. Like it's crazy because I used, to, I used I liked I liked the baby mama. But the funny thing is the when the baby mama goes on her Instagram live, the funniest things I like to see on that is, is the comments from all her following. They all seem like bitter ass chicks or or motherfuckers in there who are trying to take advantage of a chick while she's down. While she's down and um but yeah, if you if y'all ever watch her stream, look at the comments in her stream, like these are guys who are trying to fucking bang a baby mama while while she's hurting on another nigga. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but you, you see what they're doing. Or you got a bunch of bitter-ass chicks who are hating because their baby daddy over there started a new family because that bitch wasn't what shit. And <laughs> it's just hilarious to be. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of over this. I'm kind of over this, <clears throat> this beef already, uh. You know, six nine is locked up. Baby mama's bitter. <clears throat> Jade got the new G wagon. They all win. Everybody wins in this fucking thing. And the funny thing is, Ac- 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 academic says, uh, if Sarah stays off of Instagram for a year, he will buy her a Jeep. It's not the G wagon, 
But it's, it's, it, it's some of those Jeeps are pretty nice. They're up in the forty, thirty thousand dollar range. You know, they ain't up in that, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollar range like that. That G wagon, but but uh, yeah, that was that was a little bit funny to me to see if uh, she takes him up on his offer though. That that would be that's gonna be the real big thing right there. Um, what else we got going on here? But yeah, the, the the thing that's crazy about this whole beef though, and is you know Sarah's sitting here bitter as fuck, crying about shit. But uh, and that Sarah's the baby mama of six nine. Um, <clears throat> she's either always eating on her Insta- on her Instagram live videos, or you know she in the back with the titty hanging out and, and a mocha on her nose and shit. Uh, or she you know doing her makeup and shit, putting on ten pounds of some foundation and shit, but, uh, not to hate her on her, she, she's actually a pretty cute girl, um, but, you know, when, when you got a bad attitude and you gotta, you know, your image is only, only held up by, by the type of personality and attitude that you have, the way you carry yourself, so, um, you know, you're always gonna be an ugly chick if you got an ugly attitude, pretty much, or ugly person if you got an ugly, ugly personality, so that's, but, you know, she, <clears throat> the bad part in all this is she's threatening to expose six nine to kind of get at the get at um, academics because like like I said before I feel like Takashi's six nine fan base and DJ Academics fan base <clears throat> I think a lot of that is part of Sarah's fan base because they're all tied into each other you know six nine I think got really really hot. Due to academics posting him on his on his channel, um, Sarah got hot due to Takashi being Takashi Six Nine, baby mama, and giving you know her, her side of her stories, and you know academic got hot because because as he was posting Six Nine's video before Six Nine blew up, Six Nine blew up right with him. So uh, you know they all get a W at the very end of the day. Not so much six nine because now he's locked up, but you know free six nine. Hopefully, everything pans out for him and uh, he doesn't spend too much more time behind that wall, those walls. Because um, you know, like a lot of rappers do, I feel like he was one of those ones that got extorted, and because he got extorted, he had to play this. I mean, that's just that's just what I'm thinking. I mean, we we know. This little guy wasn't really in the streets like that, but he was he was making big moves. So hopefully, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, hopefully it all works out. But the bad thing about this all <clears throat> is that Sarah is threatening to expose him about what he didn't and did do, you know, and that could go a long way. You know, some of that stuff, you know, you know, when it comes to pillow talk, when you're with your chick, you know, that's stuff that you say to her that you might not ever say to anybody else. And what she's threatening to expose him on, um, gonna be bad. And then the bad part is she's just doing all this because, because of the the hatred that she has towards academics. You know, she's pissed off because a lot of academics followers are are popping up in her lives, her live streams. So she sees them in there, and uh, you know that that bothers her a lot. She's definitely bothered by it. And, um, like I said, she, she's a bitter chick right now. She claims that she never took Takashi for 
uh, child support. But whose fault is that at the end of the day, you know? You see this guy making a lot of money and he's not with you. And you have a kid by him. Why would you not take him for child support? I mean, you're not holding it down if he's not holding it down for you. So I don't see why you would hold it down for him at the end of the day and be such a faithful chick if you're not, if you're not, um, you know, but, you know, you, you did pop up in Takashi's videos and he, he did fix your teeth. Um, and you know, you, you were benefiting from Takashi at the end of the day. So now the fact that you want to expose him, um, it kind of shows who you are in your character. And this is where I get back to the, you know, you're only as good as your personality. So, um, you know, it's 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 bad. You know, she's already talking shit that t- Six Nine didn't buy his daughter anything. But in one of her previous Instagram live videos, she said that, you know, that the daughter needed more than just toys. So obviously, you know, that tells me that that Six Nine did get something for the daughter. Um, and if you saw just. A couple weeks before 6ix9ine got locked up, he threw a big party for his daughter. I'm sure that came out of his bread, not not the baby mama bread. The baby mama was very much there and in those photos. So I don't see why she's coming out flip-flopping now. Like I said, she she's definitely bitter as fuck. Um, you know, her, her fans are against her. Not her fans. Her fans are with her, but... Academics fans are, are popping up in the in the live stream. Takashi fans are going to be popping up in the live stream now, and and that's going to get under her skin because she's a type of, of chick that when shit hits the fan, she she folds under pressure and she's just going to crack like a like an egg in in the Arizona sun sunshine. So, um, you know we're gonna we're gonna have to follow up on this more to see what tea that she drops. That was another big thing that academic exposed her on. Uh, she did post the Instagram. Uh, she did post on her Instagram. Get me to a, a, a thousand, a hundred thousand K, and I'll spill all the tea. Um, that was something that academics did expose her on. She did then try to backpedal after she responded to the video that he exposed her on, and say that that could have been anything. And you know, she wasn't talking about dropping the the real tea. But we all know, like, of course you're gonna backpedal now because now you're 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 being scrutinized in a very very public light. I believe TMZ picked up the story, and once TMZ picks up the story, you know that shit. That, there's no turning back from that shit. So um, it's crazy to see that this is still going on. Um, it's crazy because you know, is there? A, I, I just want to know from all you guys. Is, is there a, a line to be crossed when a situation like this happens for a friend of a friend, for a friend to be beefing with the friend's baby mama? Like, to me, that was always a line where I didn't, like, with me and my friends, I've never got involved in anything that they had going on. And, and a lot of times, you know, especially when it comes to, like, cheating allegations and shit, the baby mama always wants to bring the next nigga involved and get him involved. And sometimes dudes do that too, but I've always been the type that uh, when when friends are going through it like that and they want to get me involved, I've always been the type to say, you know what, I got no comment on this. I don't, I don't want this between y'all. Y'all gotta work this out. I, I don't. I'm not playing the. I'm not playing the field on any side. 
And that's pretty much the escape route to get taken out of that stuff. Um, in this case, you know, Sarah responded to being hated on, hated on academics due to a video that academic posted. But academics said he tried to claim, I mean, academic claims that he re- did reach out to Sarah and, and apologized and, you know, told her he didn't want no beef or any of that. But, um, you know, Sarah, you know, didn't didn't hold back and she still continued to uh, beef with the academics. And academics has got a huge following. Like, he got, he's on multiple shows. Um, like, like he said, you don't, you're just, you're just, uh, you know, a puppy barking at the moon type shit. And you can't heckle somebody that has a bigger platform and a bigger mic. Because he's always going to outshine you when his voice is louder at the end of the day. And, you know, so if, if you really don't want the beef to continue, Sarah, stop going at the kid. Because the kid got a way bigger following, a way bigger platform, you know. And, you know, yeah, you got the little Cactus Gang up up in the, uh, you know, in the chat. But that's uh, that's as far as you're going to get with that, you know. You, you got you to... Gotta, you know, bringing negative light on, on Takashi, you know, that's the same name that you came up on. So, you, I think you got to switch that around and and flip it around and, and do something more productive. And, and I think I'll go, I think I'll go further, further for you, you know. Like, if I was you, I would be talking to writers and producers on, one, doing a book, two, trying to do a, a movie. Because I think, uh... I think Takashi, Takashi's life is something to be kind of. I think it, I think it could be a movie, especially with all the all the shit that went on. I think that I can see that being a good blockbuster film, you know, um, just because you know where where it started and where it ended, and it all happened. You know, I mean, obviously it happened. You know, it's been happening, but for for the public, you know, we saw it all in the last year, so. I think if we saw a movie come out with with that, I think that would be a dope little movie that I would like to like to check out. You know, I think you could probably work a deal with Netflix and get something like that going. But that's what you should be spending your energy on: how to make that next dollar. Because now Takashi's behind bars and he's locked up. That next dollar might not come your way. You know, you might not have those bags popping up for you anymore. So <clears throat> you need to start. You need to start focusing on yourself and in the more of a positive light. You know, you should be, what you should have been doing is going on academic show. Like you see some of these other little thoughts jumping on the show. You know, academic, and academic is, is not, he doesn't stay in his feelings so much what he would bring you on the show. You know, you saw him do it with, with his ex Angelica. So he would definitely bring you up on the show to, you know, especially as as a courtesy to six nine, as long as you weren't really bad mouthing six nine, you know, and and I could definitely see academics bringing you on the show. I mean, I was expecting him to bring you on his platform, but you know, you keep coming at him in a negative light. You know, you're just you're just turn you're just pulling pulling bags down. You know, where if you went on his show, you could explain yourself a little bit better, and you might even get a little bit more of his following to to follow you and. That might be a more positive way to get your followers up to 100k rather than than spilling the tea on on your your baby daddy. Cause, but you know you're only you're only as good as your personality. Like I said, so 
Uh, I mean, if you have an ugly way of being, you know, things ain't going to prosper for you in, in a positive light. And as you see now, you you know, you're going against a lion in the lion's den. And, you know, that lion's a lot bigger than you are. So um, with that being said, you just got to you just got to turn your, your your way of thinking around. And I think you should talk to academics behind closed doors and then set something up so you can go on his platform and 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 let off some of your steam so that you don't sound like a bitter chick because I mean yeah out of, out of all the negativity that's happened at the end of this Takashi 69 run um you know a lot of positivity could come out of it too as well you know at the end of the day you do have a daughter with the with the guy and so it couldn't always be all bad you know I saw him in a lot of your videos on on IG I saw him you know explain that shit like <clears throat> I mean this is something that you can explain to a lot of young women who find themselves in the situation that you find themselves because a lot of women do that I mean you're 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 a young Latina woman and, and this happens this happened in my life you know I had my my kids very my daughter very young um and I had a relationship Similar to the kind of relationship that you and your and and Takashi had, you know, where you know you're being cheated on a lot, and and you know the guy is never there for the emotional side of the relationship for you, but he is there to pop up and shower you with gifts and make you feel good for that moment, but then takes off again. Um, I think if you worked with the right producer and and had the right team behind you, that you would be focusing on on putting a book out. Or, or even even like a Netflix series or a movie, you know? You got a lot of stuff. You know, you see this stuff coming out with the narcos and stuff. And everybody's cashing out on, on, on the Al Chapo story, you know? They continue to, ch- to cash out with those stories. And you see a new Netflix special on, on Netflix every single week about this story. Uh, this, is a good, this is a good way that you can, you know, tell a twisted love story that ends, ends with, you know... With with you not being in love with the person you, you you thought you would be, and end up or you didn't end up with the person that you would, thought you would be at the end, I think that would make a great a great movie or a great Netflix special, and I think that's where you like you said you should you should focus on that rather than the beef because the beef's only gonna get you so far, and with beef it doesn't always benefit you and it doesn't always turn out the way you want it to, and it could very much backfire in in your way you know. So with that being said, I think you should uh, definitely change the way you're handling things. Um, I think you and you and uh, academics should uh, patch it up because you guys both had a personal relationship with with the same person, you know. So um, I mean, you guys are on total opposite sides of the spectrum, but there's still there still is a common ground and a common denominator. And if you guys got together. And, and patched it up, you know, better things could come from that. Better things could come from that, and you guys can, you know, work together. And I think that, I think that, I think the Takashi fans would appreciate that a lot more than the, what the bullshit you guys are both feeding out, out there. So, um, I think you guys should patch that up, you know, since 2019 now. 
let let the past be the past, and uh, let's look to the future. And hopefully, every, every both of you guys are blessed with with plenty more bags. Hopefully, Takashi beats this case. I'm hoping that everything that is said is not true because. The kid was great for rap. At the end of the day, he was great for New York rap. He was great for hip hop, um, and just all the shit that he, you know, he he brought excitement to the to the genre. And, and I saw a side of hip hop that we haven't seen in quite some time, you know, with the with the younger generation, and that's what I I come to respect, you know. So uh, hopefully, hopefully he beats his case. Um, Farrah Abraham is being slammed once again. Uh, the once teen mom star posted some uh, posted a picture of her her late ex or her late boyfriend. I'm not sure if he's considered an ex at this point or current or whatever. But the late the late kid's father who passed away in a car accident, tragic car accident. Um, it was the tenth year anniversary. I don't, I don't know if it had to do with New Year's when he passed away. Or, you know, if it was that night. <clears throat> but she's being slammed by fans for posting a picture of the uh, of the Mango car afterwards. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I'm not sure if it's something that she should be slammed about. I think she's an easy target for people to slam. So I think that's why she gets slammed. But, um, I mean, when, when you reminisce 10 years back about a, a tragic event, you know, I, I think... It's important to repost those images to let to let the the, gen, the younger generations know that you know this is the stuff. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the details of the car accident. I'm not sure if it had to do with alcohol. I'm not sure if it had to do with speeding, racing. I'm not sure, but um, you know, I think we're all. I think she's over. She's past it now and comfortable with showing those pictures. Ten years later, this is somebody that she had a personal relationship with. Um, and I don't think it hurts anybody to for her to post those pictures. Um, I tried to look for the pictures. I could not find them. So I'm going to have to continue to look to see, you know, how bad it was. But, uh, I mean, we still look at pictures of... We still look at video of um, Left Eye when she got in her accident and died. We still look at video of Paul Walker when his, when his accident happened and he passed away. Um... You know, so I, I don't see why this is a big deal. Like I said, I think Farrah Abraham is just an easy target to be slammed because people love slamming her. Um, but I'm not sure. I mean, to me, this doesn't bother me at all. I mean, this is somebody, like I said, this is somebody that she had a relationship with. She had a child with this person. And um, I, I don't see an issue. You know, she she did post pictures of, of all the good stuff. Like her daughter... Her daughter spent the night with with the parents, and you know they were. The, she was there. She posted pictures of a of a, a look like a luncheon that she had with the family, and she put she posted pictures of the of his uh, his memorial and his gravesite, and and them visiting it. And um, I mean, if there's nothing wrong with those pictures, there shouldn't be nothing wrong with the pictures of 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 what the cause of death was, because sometimes we have to go back and relive those moments. Um, to, to to move on in our future in our life you know and uh, accept it so I don't see anything wrong with this but I think America is is such in a in a weird place right now where we're so sensitive to every little thing that's said 
every little thing that is brought up, every little thing that was so damn sensitive that something like this is making headlines and pissing people off. It's crazy. People got to stop being so damn sensitive. It's crazy that, um, you know, if you say the word gay or you say faggot, like the amount of the amount of scrutiny you get for that. Now, if you post a picture of somebody that was really close to you in life and, and they passed away tragically and you, and you post a picture of that tragic event, um, you're getting scrutinized on that now. So it's just it's just a crazy time. Um, I don't know why we're like that now as a society, but um, that's something that I hope we, as a society, we eventually get over because there was a time in the 90s where we didn't, nobody gave a fuck about what was said. You know, everybody could speak their mind freely. Nobody gave a fuck. And, and people weren't crying as much. And, and now it's like you get to this time and, you know, two, two decades later. And, and, man, it's like it's crazy. It's a crazy time. It's a very, very crazy time. And, uh, I mean, I think, I think we're over, over-sensitizing the, the situations uh, of some people, and it's it's just crazy. Moving on from that, though, Tiffany Haddish bombs in Miami on New Year's Eve. Um, this is crazy. I saw I saw a couple different videos from um, different people that were going live when when it was actually half happening, and um, you know, Tiffany Haddish is a big time name now, like. She she is as a staple in the in the comedy uh, community for women. She's one of the top top chicks up there on that on that totem pole, and for her to bomb it at this stage of her career is pretty crazy to me. Like um, reports came out that she was she partied a lot the night before, and um, you know she didn't really prepare herself for this event. What you would think that if you're gonna go on on New Year's Eve and people are gonna pay to see you, you had to be hella fucking funny. But um, I mean, she, she, I, I watched a little clip of it. She, uh, she ranted a lot about her family, um, and I think she ranted a lot about her family because she, she got, she forgot, she forgot a lot of her jokes, um, and it started to get people heck, heckling on stage, heckling her on stage, so it made her like. You know, she, she claimed that she had a lot of stuff on her mind and that she going through some personal stuff with her sister and her sister wants her to buy her a new refrigerator with a stove built inside of it that, you know, could freeze and cook at the same time. You know, she could have uh, a chicken a chicken legs in the, in the freezer and they'll automatically cook in the oven. I'm just kidding, y'all. But, but she, she was ranting about a lot of stuff. Um... And and it just kind of made her look very vulnerable, especially when you're supposed to be the, one of the top top tier ladies in this uh, in this game, and for you to uh, the bomb it so hard, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, it's definitely not expected out of her since she is with you know an entity of Kevin Hart's, you know. Um, crew, you know, so we, we definitely don't expect that um, coming from her. Hopefully she can um, bounce back from this and get her act, her act together, but this 
this goes to show you when you underestimate a crowd or you underestimate a show, uh, you know, you can't go out there and not have yourself prepared. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of backfired on her and and she, and she she got caught lacking pretty much with with uh, you know being in a vulnerable state where she you know maybe partied too hard the night before and it, and it and it came back to bite her in the ass um so i think that's all we're going to have for today's show it's been great y'all been great uh happy new years to everybody like i said i hope everybody had a great Happy New Year's. I hope everybody, you know, set your goals. Get your resolutions. If your resolution is to lose 20 pounds, go get that membership to the gym. Change your eating habits, you know. Change your relationship habits. Anything that's going to better yourself for 2019, get on it. Get to it. Focus on it. I know I got a lot of resolutions and goals for my 2019 and uh, I know I'm always trying to better myself and, and progress in some way, shape, or form. Um, and y'all should do the same. Try to stay focused on, stay out of the beef, stay out of the negativity. Uh, one thing I want to see for 2019 is is more positivity being shared in the world. I'm tired of hearing about how Trump this, Trump that, and and I see everybody. Um, just in a bad mood over our president, over a bad mood over our, our cops, bad mood over this, bad mood over that. Like, let's just try to help one another and, and move forward in the society because we can't, nobody can do anything without the other, you know. We all need each other in some way, shape, or form. And uh, let's just see more positive come out of the world, you know. We're, we're this is the greatest nation in the world. Let's, um, let's. Let's just try to make it make it what it once was, you know. Um, and the only way we're gonna do that is just by sharing more positivity. It's been great. It's your boy Nasty Backpack. Thank y'all for listening to the Nasty Backpack podcast. You want to follow me on Twitter? Follow me at 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 Nasty Backpack. I'm over here fucking up, forgetting what my shit is. Like Tiffany Haddish over here. But yeah, follow me on Nasty at Nasty Backpack. Uh, if you want to send, if you want to help co-host an episode or a session, uh, you got you can email me at nastybackpackpodcast at gmail.com and we'll set that up so that uh, I can bring have a have a guest co-host on the show. Um, stay tuned for one of my my upcoming podcasts. I will be reviewing the um, the bird bird box Netflix. Uh, Exclusive. If y'all seen that, check that out. Um, me at the most beautiful Mrs. H will be going in and dissecting that that movie. I just finished it. Um, very impressed by it. At the, at the same time, got a lot of questions asked. And but like I said, that's for another session. We're gonna break that down. I'll be breaking that down uh, probably tomorrow with with the with Mrs. H. I also have a special, special, another special guest coming on, my cousin, Mr. Kano. So we're we'll getting him on here, probably in the next couple of days as well, so we can uh, break down some other topics from from previous podcasts and shows that I had. So uh, y'all been great. This is Nasty Backpack. This is the Nasty Backpack Podcast. We are out. Happy New Year's to all. Be safe. 
Have a great day. We outie.